0: My name is jeremy devins and this is the quiet mind astrology podcast with the monthly horoscope for april 2022. we are in the big transition time of the year and really over the next two years so i've been talking about this month and this time period that we're in right now for a while Because it's the end of what started way back in January 2020 with all the stuff happening with the pandemic and the big world changing events with Saturn moving into Capricorn and being with Pluto and these energies of revolution and change throughout the world are moving into a new phase. It's not over. It's not the end of all of that, but it's a new phase, a new transition and turning point for all of that. So maybe you already noticed this maybe you're experiencing it in your life i certainly am i see it in lots of people around me and people i work with on my readings and people are going through a big portal now what that means specifically for you is going to be different for all of us so this month i will have special episodes on the jupiter transit and the saturn transit because they're both very significant And last month, I talked about Rahu and Ketu's transit. So go back to that if you didn't see it already, and you can hear how the next 18 months are shaping up for you. As always, if you want to know what's affecting you personally, get your free birth chart at quietmynastrology.com, and you can follow along. So first, on Wednesday, April 13th, this month is the big change of Jupiter into Pisces. Jupiter represents the energy of expansion, growth, and moving beyond what is perceived limitations for us. Now, Jupiter has been under the influence of Saturn for the last two years because it's been in the signs that Saturn rules of Capricorn and Aquarius. So the need for expansion and growth has been limited and suppressed. And as I've talked about and way back through the archives, Jupiter being ruled by Saturn like this is an indication of inflation. So it's a kind of expansion that is actually creating restrictions and challenges for us. It's not the kind of expansion we really want of the deficit going up, the, the US debt going up, and the uh, number of dollars being printed more than ever in any time in history over the last two years, specifically right when the pandemic started. So it's a kind of expansion that is not so favorable and we're all experiencing the effects of that with inflationary prices and the housing bubble that we're in right now, if you're in real estate or have a home or looking to buy a home, It's very likely that that bubble will pop soon as Jupiter gets out of this influence of Saturn. Now, Jupiter is going to go retrograde as it does every year, so it's not fully over, but we're starting to move in a new direction with like interest rates going up on housing market in the US, things like that. So on a personal level, what does this mean? Well, it's time to expand into your imagination and what you want to envision in your life, because now Jupiter is getting free of those restrictions and limitations. And that heaviness and that burdensome quality of essentially being limited by Saturn being extremely strong in its own sign of Capricorn over the last two and a half years. So government influences, authoritarian kind of influences, top-down influences that are saying you can't do this, you can do that. We're going to close this. We're going to open that. And it's sort of uh, unpredictable in a way, but predictable that it's a lot of restriction. That's what we've experienced over the last two and a half years, and a lot of unfortunately, negative influence on specifically older men of color. As I've said from the beginning, they're the most likely to be susceptible to major diseases because Saturn and Capricorn represents those things. And that is the population that has been most negatively affected by the pandemic and the unfortunate COVID outbreak and all of that. So we've experienced that over the last two and a half years. So fortunately, that is starting to let up when Saturn moves into the new placement in uh, April 28th, so Saturn moving into Aquarius, but it still rules Aquarius. So it's still going to be similar effects. The pandemic influence is still going to be felt for the next two and a half years. And we're not fully through that, but we're in a new phase of it where there'll be less of that limitation and restrictions and setbacks and obstacles caused by it, but still a major influence of it. So again, on a personal level, it's always important to have your own personal routines and structures and things in place that help you feel focused, that help you feel productive, that help you feel like there is a sense of order and structure in your life, especially if you're now working from home and you've got kids at home and you've been in this like having to homeschool thing and maybe you've got kids of different ages and like multiple schools you're running on top of trying to work from home and all this stuff that has happened over the last two and a half years, there still may be some of that in your life. Maybe now you're working remote and that's the way it is moving forward. And it's very important during this time to have some sense of order and structure in your life over the next two and a half years. I'll go into more detail on that in the Saturn episode coming up in a few weeks, but the main point right now to think about for this month of April, is what are your foundational structures? What are the habits that really serve you to be at your best and function at your best to feel productive, to feel like you've got a sense of order in your life and a sense of purpose and direction in your life? With Jupiter being in Pisces, it is an opportunity now to dream big and to think bigger than you've thought before and to plan beyond what you've maybe experienced in the past. And I really encourage you to experience things or look at things or talk to people outside of your past experience. So There's an interesting thing neurologically where when we think of the future, we're activating the same part of our brain as when we think of the past. So you think of the past, you activate a certain part of the brain. You think of the future, you activate that same part of your brain. So what that means is we are imagining our future based on what we know and have experienced and what we've seen. And as you've probably experienced many times in your life, there are so many things that we don't know and that we haven't seen and we haven't experienced. And then we go maybe on a trip or we talk to somebody or we learn something and we have this completely new perspective of what's possible. Over the next year, I really encourage you to look to new possibilities, to talk to people outside of your bubble, to look at books that you haven't considered before. Maybe uh, talk to different teachers and guides and mentors that you haven't talked to before. Dream outside of what you know and what is in your past because that activates new parts of the brain, new neural pathways and gives us new experiences so we can break free of past samskaras as we talk about in the Vedic teachings or what we might call like neural pathways now or traumas now in modern language but these are conditioned ways of being where maybe your parents fought all the time. So you learn to fight all the time in relationships or something like this, or you learn to get your needs met a certain way in childhood that is no longer serving you in adulthood. So we're looking to create new neural pathways. Maybe you've earned a certain amount of income through most of your adult life and you want to earn more. But when you think about earning more, you just kind of go back to those old ways of thinking and being that created those old results. So, traveling, talking to new people, learning new things, expanding your horizons and possibilities beyond your history and current perceived limitations and imaginings allows you to move into new territory and new experience. So it's likely feel very freeing and liberating from the past two and a half years if you're choosing to focus on these kind of things. Now, Sun is moving into Aries on April 13th, so a lot of energy and vitality to fuel all of that. Now, this isn't a huge deal, it happens every year at this time, but it is a now a new beginning. And we just started this month of April with the Vedic New Year, with the new moon and Pisces. So there's a lot of newness, a lot of new energy, new direction moving forward. The planets are moving forward. There's not a lot of this retrograde energy until the end of the month when Pluto moves retrograde on April 29th, where we'll see the sort of walking back or reviewing or maybe going back over things that have happened throughout the last two and a half years and these things that have caused divisiveness and the sort of revolutionary energy in the world. And again, I, I really recommend checking out Ray Dalio's YouTube channel, where he talks about the changing world orders and how he's seen these patterns starting the past 500 plus years of different civilizations and world powers and what is happening in the US. It makes a lot of sense of what's happening in the US. And I think there's a major opportunity now for people like us to create a new world, a new reality, and envision something beyond the past, beyond the divisiveness and division that we've seen over the last two and a half years. Also on April 17th, Neptune is moving into Pisces. So that, again, is an opportunity to move into what you want to dream and imagine. We've had a lot of Pisces energy last month, as I talked about, and with Jupiter moving there this month, it's even more so. Venus moves to Pisces this month, and that is considered exalted. So dreaming into your relationships and having more sensuality, sexuality, connection, intimacy with your partner is very favorable this month and very good for relationships overall and spending quality time with your partner, especially, Uh, the end of April into May, with Venus being exalted there. So really good for relationships, good for time in nature, really good to be around nature towards the end of the month and into May. And then at the end of this month, we've got the big moon moving into Aries, and that is a solar eclipse in the nakshatra of Bharani, which is also very favorable for relationships and new beginnings, new connection and commitments and relationship and deepening your intimacy and commitment in relationship. Now, that is always paired up with a lunar eclipse as well. So April 30th is the solar eclipse of moon in Aries and Barani. And then May 15th is the lunar eclipse. And this that's in Scorpio and Vishaka. So we'll talk more about that later on. But the main thing with uh, all eclipses is they're big portals. So we've got Rahu and Ketu changing last month, Saturn and Jupiter changing this month, and then the, the eclipses through April and May so if you haven't made any big changes in your life or if you feel like you're about to make some big changes that's what's going on and that is all moving you forward so it's this idea of moving forward into something that is unfamiliar unknown and that you haven't experienced in your past it's not the familiar it's not the safe and comfortable it's going to be a little bit uncomfortable it's going to be a little uncertain and if you're really needing support in that you can always schedule a reading at quietmindastrology.com You can always look to teachers and guides and mentors in your life. You can turn to your foundational practices and meditation. And with the Saturn energy being so strong still and so influential still, service work, donating money, donating time, donating resources, giving to charities, these all help bring out the more positive expressions of these things. But We are going through a major turning point in the world and on a personal level and in our relationships deepening commitment and relationships, and a lot of possibility for major expansion and growth for all of us. Now, of course, you wanna check where these things are in your own birth chart, and I'll be talking about that later on this month. So if you don't have your birth chart, go to quietmindastrology.com, get your free birth chart there. And if you wanna understand better how to read it, there's a free video training with it. And then there's the Vedic Astrology 101 course that walks you through all of the essential stuff to read your chart and the signs, houses, nakshatras, planets, and all of that. So it's a big, powerful month. Use this energy wisely. And if you start to feel overridden by it, if it feels like too much, if it feels intense, take time even for a breath in stillness and meditation to recenter and reset. If you have 15 minutes, that's even better. If you have an hour, that's great. But no shame and judgment of like how long you have. We all have different lives and different circumstances, wherever we're at. But if you can even just take a minute to sit in stillness and meditation and recenter and reset, that can help you utilize this energy and work with it rather than sort of being bowled over it by it as it can happen sometimes because it's so big. It's such a big turning point. You might feel a little bit like overruled by it overwhelmed by it It might be a little too much at times so listen to your body as always listen to your breathing notice your breathing and if it becomes shallow and restricted you start to feel tense in your body then to come back to meditation come back to stillness to recenter and reset and work with this energy and trust your inner guidance i was talking to somebody who's fairly new to Vedic astrology the other day and very familiar with Western astrology. And I said, you know, ultimately trust your inner guidance, trust your intuition. And that's what we're pointing you towards with all of this stuff. <clears throat> and you have the answers within you. All I can do is reflect that back through these readings. And I hope this episode, this podcast today has helped you give some perspective on the changes that you know are coming up, that you know you need to make in your life, that the universe is moving you towards for your own growth and evolution. And ultimately for the growth and evolution of everybody around you because we all influence each other by growing and evolving and moving towards what is true and in alignment for us so thank you for listening and i look forward to sharing more with you next time on the quiet mind astrology podcast